and cheese kingdom. It's hey. a beautiful day for football as I don't know about you, man. But win or lose, I'm always down for my team. Cut it. Every day I wake up, I'm a chief. When I walk out the door, I'm a chief. White, yellow, red hat like a chief. If I had a long day, I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? Hey, every day I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? Hey, every day I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? Who I'm going for? Who you think? What you tell them? Hey, hey, every day I'm a chief. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Kevo, and you are listening to the latest and newest edition of Voice of the Kingdom with Kevo and Yo-Yo. Yo, it's been a long time, but how you doing? It's been a long time. Y'all, I swear, the football guys don't want me and Kev to record. When I say we've been having technical difficulties, we've been having technical difficulties. But we finally back. We back and we better. Yeah, that was fun doing a, what was that, a, what was that, about a 30, 45 minute podcast we did and never was recording. <laughs> so that, <laughs> and, and what was that, that was about a month ago and it just kind of hurt a little soul. We just had to take a second and then we weren't linking up and just busy schedules and shit like that. But hey, thanks everybody. Well, we're back. We're back. So. Last time we officially dropped the podcast, it was right after the Super Bowl and after our season had ended. And so, you know, we kind of, this was before this, this was before the combine, free agency, all the crazy shits that's kind of happened since then. So, um, I have it pulled up in front of me on spot rack. So I'm going to just go over a couple of moves. You know, like notable moves, and we'll just kind of go over them, okay? All right. So, what what was your initial thoughts when we shipped D Ford out of town for a second round pick, to San Francisco? See, I knew it was coming, so it really didn't mean that much to me. We knew D Ford was getting traded. We put that franchise tag on him. We was like, oh my goodness, he talked. He cost way too much money mm-hmm. so we knew it was coming so basically i was just like who gonna be the who gonna be there like who all gonna be there because yeah. i was looking like where's our cash rush you know i'm not gonna act like alan bailey and justin Houston and d4 and all them guys didn't do nothing but all them all them ain't there so who all gonna be there yeah <laughs> yeah well it I agree with you. Like we all, I mean, we all kind of sensed it because um, I don't want to feel like that 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 last play in the eighth championship game that we will always remember him by left that bad of a taste in my mouth. But it it kind of did, and I mean, I, I mean, I, I wish him good luck in San Francisco and hope that he always lines up off sides in a key situation. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I think it's one of the things where it just, with the new defense in, I don't think that they trusted him against the run and mm-hmm. they got something out of it. They got a second round pick for him, which is, man, that's huge. You know, can't complain about that because, you know, they got they got something. I mean, which I, what I think would be another high Second round picks in San Francisco sucks, uh, um, but we'll we'll see about that. We shall see about that. Um, what's something that happened the day before? We ended up bringing in Mr. Matthew, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I I remember 
you were very excited about that. I sure was. Honey Badger. Come, honey, my badger. Because, like, like I said, not only is he a football, football player, he's eye candy, okay? I'm tired of the Chiefs bringing in good, ugly players. So, finally, we got some eye candy, ladies. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, okay, well, I am not excited about that for those reasons, but... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, he's a good player. I, I remember we all wanted him in last year. Thought it was something that could happen. He, you know, he, he took that proven deal with Houston last year, and he cashed in on it. He got three years and forty-two million from us. So, you know, she's good, a good football player, and he gets paid. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, oh, um, today, I mean, guess. Uh, you know, Earl Thomas, you know, that's the mm-hmm. boy. A video came out today where I guess he was on Rich Eisen and he was getting interviewed. And he, he was pretty much waiting on the plane to come get him to come sign his deal with us. Like he, and, he didn't have his family packed up and everything. He was moving to Kansas City, y'all. My soul. And if I remember right, when he when he had first kind of brought that up right after he signed with with Baltimore, I mean not to this extent where we knew he was ready just to leave, but I think the plan was for them to go after him and Matthew together, and that that really breaks my heart that that didn't happen. But it's one of them things where it's just like God damn it. Goddamn Chiefs, but hey, it is what it is. Hey, we offered them $12 million over one year, and they gave him 54 over four. Can't blame the man. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, the last big move I'll talk about, and not even a big move, but it's big for us because <laughs> we spent, like, how many weeks on this Bashad Breeland watch during training camp last year? Mm-hmm. He came to our house and ate our food. Yeah, that that was crazy. You know, I went back to listen to our first podcast we did because, you know, I had that kind of time being a cable man. I'd just be sitting there doing nothing. Anyway, I, I remember us talking about it and how excited we were and how we thought that it was going to happen. And I mean, it did happen. It's just eight months later, which is, <laughs> you know, ironic. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he's here now. I think he'll be the number two. Um, opposite of Kendall Fuller, uh, so hey, it is what it is. We we got the, we got we finally got him. That whole thing over with. He got like a little prove it deal. Um, we'll see how it all plays out. But uh, I mean, Veach is going to get guys that we thought he was going to get last year. Uh-huh. Like, like we thought he was going to get Matthews. We thought he was going to get Breland. We almost. No, for a fact, he was trying to get Earl Thomas before the trade deadline, but you know his leg broke. So he, he's aggressively going after guys that he wanted to get. So that's really refreshing to see. Yeah. It's just like of, about time. You should have did this last year, but okay. Yeah, just it just seemed like ah, it's a second late. But woulda, coulda, shoulda, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Let's talk about. Something else has been happening on Twitter today. 
I'll let you I'll let you start us off with this. All right. So guys, y'all know I've been cussed out by Ron Parker. So you always got them salty former Chiefs players who just don't don't know when to be quiet and they blame their shortcomings on the Chiefs. I'm like, what's your shortcomings got to do with, like, the way you play with the Chiefs? But, you know, hey, Steven Nelson, you know, Steelers fans already taken up for him. Cool. That I guess that's what you do. However, Chiefs fans were just trying to warn Steelers fans, like, hey, he's not that great. You know? Yeah. He's, he's average at best. Maybe mm-hmm. not even ad- average. He's He's there, right? I'm not saying he's terrible. He's just there. So basically, Stephen Nelson got upset on Twitter, and he was basically blamed the Chiefs for the reason why he was what he was. Now I know everybody's like, "Ooh, these PFF grades and stuff like that." And Stephen Nelson had a decent one, but keep in mind when we had Marcus Peters, we had QB so shook that they and I know he sucks now, guys. We it's a it's a given. But when he was on the Chiefs, we had QB so shook that they wouldn't even throw his way. Steven Nelson was the most targeted corner for us, which means they really didn't see him as a threat. However, he's going to talk about them PFF grades. That's congratulations. Steven Nelson went as far as to say, let me get the tweets. Let me pull the tweets up. Pull them up. He said, like, he started talking about how the Steelers beat the Chiefs in 2016, like, 2018 didn't happen, but okay. And then he said, he said the Steelers beat the Chiefs in 2016 in the playoffs at Arrowhead, and the Chiefs changed nothing up. Imagine that mad and talking to another fan. I'm like, fam, you was on the team. Meaning, like, you didn't play to your potential either. Like, what? Couldn't understand. And then somebody said the person, shout out to James Little 93 for getting him riled up. He said, dude, there was a reason you were the most targeted person in our secondary. Like, there was a reason. Then um, Steven Nelson started talking about his PFF grade. Then he said, there's a reason I was number a number one corner. Okay, so Steven Nelson was definitely not a number one corner. Especially not for our team. Kendall Fuller was the number one corner on our team. Like, we went out and got Kendall Fuller. Like, that we replaced him for Marcus Peters, who replaced the number one with a number one. Steven Nelson has always been two. He needs two or three. He needs to recognize his role. So, he was just talking. Like, like what? I just, I didn't understand. And Steelers fans were like, all. I didn't even say nothing. I just said... It's crazy how, like, the Steelers don't even be thinking about nobody. Steelers, like, fan bases don't even be thinking about their, like, other teams. And then I'll end up in some war with an angry fan base. But, you know, that, that happens often. What do you think about it? I, I, I honestly don't know how, how or why I cannot find a video. But you remember that whole thing with the Jaguars and Tevin Smith? It's it's just it's just funny to me that video he had. It's just funny to me, like like it really cracked me up. How I I couldn't find the video, but like that's the only thing I thought about. It's 
you know, it's, it's just funny to me. Because, like, dude's a fucking bum, man. He's a fucking bum. <laughs> like, so I was, I was actually in the middle of a job when I saw it. Because, you know, I, I periodically will stop what I'm doing just to get up here and check. And I'm like, this, I almost said the N-word, this fucking guy, this guy got his fucking nerves calling us bums and shit. Like, I could search my Twitter feed, my own Twitter feed, and every time I'm mentioning that motherfucker Stephen Nelson, it's talking, that... It's, I'm really trying not to say nigga, but I'm getting it's getting really hard. Every time I search that fool's name, it's something about his head not being turned around. Like we, you want to bring up PFF numbers? We had a we had a Super Bowl birth in the line, and you want to be honest? You want to be really really honest? What happens if he don't get mossed by Philip fucking Dorsett? Okay. Before the half. Preach. <laughs> like, like, I don't. I can't remember who posted it, but somebody because you, you know people are going the fuck in. But somebody had a little had like four or five pictures of of him just getting embarrassed for a touchdown or a big play. Like, hey, good for him. You know, he said we, we couldn't fucking afford him. Hey, whatever you want to tell yourself, man. Hey, that's fucking cool. Like I, I, I'm cool on that shit. Hey, you got your money, whatever. But like, like, let's not act like you wasn't a fucking bum, man. Like when I'm getting irritated, I'm getting frustrated. I'm telling you, don't come for us on that bullshit when you know you fucking know that you ain't show up when we fucking need you to. Never, never fucking fails. The dude have a big play. Happened to him, and it didn't be either. Oh, he was fucking holding, pushed off, or he's dancing and shit. Like, dude, okay, I'm a okay, because I'm getting long winded here. I'm getting angry. Yeah, I, I okay, fuck Steve Nelson. That's all I got. Fuck that motherfucker and his old broke neck having ass. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done, Steve Nelson. Okay. <laughs> Man, okay, so I'm I'm googling like I'm I'm going back to my tweets of Steven Nelson. Look, I haven't said anything positive about this guy. I literally was like, I literally been talking about how I can't wait till he's gone, mm. and how like I was talking about how who could go, um, like I. Oh my goodness! Like he, Stephen Nelson used to, like I. Okay, so let's talk about this. Stephen Nelson, I've never seen him like talk or kick it. Like you know, all the other players, they be kicking it. Like Chris Jones, Tyreek Hill, all the other stuff, they be kicking it. I've never seen Stephen Nelson kick it with any of the other guys outside of the locker room. Have you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I. I mean. You remember last year, like, a guy made this, it may have been last year or the year before, I don't even remember, I think it was last year, where like, all, like, all the offensive players were, like, out in the town or whatever, uh, for, like, Halloween or whatever, and, and I brought up, like, you never see that with the defense. So, I mean, I don't know if that was just a defensive thing, but uh, fuck him, man. Like, <laughs> nobody thinks... It, Steven Nelson is elite. Steven Nelson, which is fine. Like, like you gotta have confidence in yourself. But, dude, 
Ugh. And let's let's not forget um when um Nate Taylor did that article on Steven Nelson. Mm-hmm. And Steven Nelson going boast talking about oh, I don't want to talk to nobody till I get paid. Um Yeah, I remember that. Like, wait, what? But like I said, I am perfectly fine with you being confident, especially as a cornerback, like you gotta have that confidence or whatever, which is fine. And and I personally have like I honestly have issues with talking shit back and forth with fans because you know, it gets so one-sided, and then players get looked at like they're on the wrong and shit when they interact with fans. I don't have a problem with the shit talking. Like, it, it's fine with me, and, and I find it funny sometimes, but, man, he's a fucking bum. Like, that, that's all I'm going to say. He's a fucking bum, and I wish he was on a schedule next year. But that's all right. I'm going to be looking, I'm going to be looking, 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 looking. Some Steelers highlights next year, and let 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 him get embarrassed. Oh, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy! I'll be retweeting that shit. I'll <laughs> be retweeting that shit. It's all good. Look. So, all it right, was so. crazy. Kev, me and you wanted Stephen Nelson on here because he was all like, yeah. "Oh my goodness." Da, 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 da. And we were like, he was big mad. So he was like, come on, Stephen Nelson, come say something. But I'm like, you bum. Like, oh my gosh. Like, it, I am flabbergasted about how he came at people. And you know what? At this point, don't be like, oh, you know, y'all came at him. No, Stephen Nelson has been coming and not looking at balls. And we going to act this man because that's what he <laughs> deserves. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. I mean, yeah, I knew that, you know, me and you ain't big time yet. One day, we hold him up for one day. So I knew he'd never come on, but this would have this been so fun. Like, like, it would have been so fun. It would have been so fun. Because I, I mean, the best thing he tweeted was that, was the permit me at the sudden got fired. Because, yeah, like, and I've defended Stephen Lester a little bit, and, and honestly, I would not have minded him coming back for a decent price. Because, I mean, he's not a bad cornerback, but... When I need him to make a play, he, he don't make a play. In the clutch, like, it's a championship. Like I said, you let Philip Dorsett, who on the Wimbledon is probably the fifth, maybe the sixth option, to embarrass you like that, man. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. You know, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. I ain't about to get shape by no more. We're going to segue. So, you know I'm down here in Tennessee. And I'm 45 minutes from Nashville, which is the home of the 2019 NFL Draft. Two weeks from, we're recording tonight on Thursday, so two weeks from tonight is the draft. And I've already taken off my days, and I will be down there, and I cannot wait. Make sure y'all going to be down there, y'all. Call. Look, I tried my hardest, y'all, but I can't pay $1,000 for a hotel because they ain't playing with me. Hey, hey, yeah, Nashville is fucking expensive, man. <laughs> like, I try, guys. Don't worry. So, but if y'all gonna be down there, me and Kev still gonna record every day. Uh, yeah. Try to record every day. So, y'all ain't missing nothing. Voice of the Kingdom still gonna roll through as normal. We here. Yeah, like, like I'm gonna be down there. Like, my wife coming with me. My wife coming down there, and I'm, I'm gonna be running to a few people. I know, I know, Andrew. He's got the. He's got the uh, training facility down there in Florida. He trains a lot of the, you know, the prospects and stuff like that. So I don't know who'll be down there. We'll be down there. 
So it'll be a few of us, and we're gonna link up, and we're gonna we're gonna have fun. And I this is my first one ever going. Will be my first one ever going, so I'm really really excited about that. But yeah, uh, everything permitting, we're gonna it'll be it'll be fun to record down there. I'm hoping maybe I can run into you know some prospects. You know, who knows? We'll see. Who knows? But I, 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 I'm going to do the best I can to get some good get some good content for everybody. Excuse me. And it'll be fun. Um, I said this a couple weeks ago. Um, I mean, I doubt it happens now because he's rising. His stock is going up again. But and all the cards to slip, I'm going to be screaming. I'm going to be screaming. Um, let me ask you this. Because, you know, this has been going around a lot the last couple of weeks, and it's really pissing me off. What, how would you feel if they took a center at 29? Oh, I'd be disappointed because, like I told everybody, I was highly disappointed in the way that Veach uh, drafted last year. And this is his time to, like, do what he's doing, especially since he's getting um, aggressive in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Please do not take a center in the first round. Like, yeah. centers can, I feel like centers can be molded. I feel like centers can become really good, maybe the third or fourth. However, do not do a yeah. first-pound crowd pick on a center. We, I would literally just turn the TV off. <laughs> like, at that point, I'd just be like, done. Yeah. Folks, I don't know how many of you were listening to this, but just no. If pick 29 occurs and it's a center, you're going to hear a random ass scream, and it's going to probably be followed up by me, being, by me getting arrested by Metropolitan Nashville Police because. That will have me fucked up if a sinner is the fucking pick. Now, I understand. See, if the defense was in pretty good shape, then I could live with that. Because to me, for a team that's trying to compete for a Super Bowl, and it's pretty much there, but one side of the, one side of the ball is so deficient, you don't have that luxury. To me, unless you're a really bad team, or the center is your only glaring need. That's a luxury pick. I, from all of everything I've heard, and we're talking about Garrett, Garrett Bradbury, I think's his name, from North Carolina State. He's supposed to be supposed to be an elite pro level prospect, and he's probably going to be a pro bowler for most of his career, which is fine and dandy. But that's not a pick that they can fucking make. Like, and you know, I and I see. I've seen multiple mock drafts now with him being the pick, and that is what it is. But it was one yesterday where somebody had the Chiefs trading up in the first round of draft the center. And, like, y'all have to stop this nonsense. I mean, it's nonsense. Like, I understand, you know, we're getting kind of, we're kind of getting draft fatigue now and stuff like that. But y'all can't be posting no dumb shit like that. <laughs> That's stupid, man. Look. <laughs> People been posting a lot of trade Travis Kelsey. Uh, somebody asked, like, you know, for three first round picks, would you trade Happy Mahomes? Like, please stop. Everybody just back, truck up, relax. 
The only time we're giving up our first round pick is if the Jags was like, hey, Jalen, would you like to move to Kansas City? And I'd be like, here, take this draft pick. Wonderful. Everything's fine. Other than that, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah, uh, like, that's, you know, that cracks me up because, you know, I posted a poll about that probably about a month ago about, you know, what would you give up? I think it was like a first and a third, like a first one of the seconds, like a third next year. And everybody was so against that. And my, like I said, my opinion, and, and I, you know, I think this is pretty much, pretty much well documented, pretty much well documented now. There's like four elite, there's like four positions on the your team that you need to have an elite player in or a really good one. Quarterback, cornerback, um, pass rush, and still probably a left tackle or blindside, you know, fight for the quarterback's blindside. Like, you need a very good or elite-level player in those four positions. And you're telling me, Jalen Ramsey, at age 24 or 25, I think he's 25 right now, you wouldn't give up a first, a second, and a third next year for it. So you'd automatically get three years because he has two years left on his rookie deal. Then you could then you could franchise him. That's, all, that's a three-year deal right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, come on now. Like, we, like, we don't know who... We don't know who we pissed on a pan out. Like, you don't know. And you're telling me you wouldn't trade for a top three cornerback? Shit, I would give up a first for fucking Patrick Peterson still. But, you know, everybody knows how much I love the dude. So, I mean, maybe that's just my bias. But I still think he's a he's a top three cornerback at his, you know, position. So, why the hell not? But, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. That's fine. That's fine. So I wanted to share with you because I, I kind of teased it yesterday. Uh, so let me start by prefacing. You know, I'm not, I'm not no draft guru or anything. You know, say that for the for the fellas that over Arrowhead Pride or Matt Miller, or whatever like that. That's not my thing. I'm just, I'm just a fanalist, and I'm just doing my own little mock draft. So I did not include any trades because I personally think that they're going to try to trade up and and go for Farrell. Cleveland Farrell from Clemson, I think that's the move because I keep hearing it. So I think they want to get a pass rusher early, but you know, I'm I'm just gonna do what they're gonna say at their picks. So it's sixty, it's 20, 29, 61, and sixty three and ninety two. So those are the four picks they have in the in the first three rounds. So pick twenty nine, I went with Byron Murphy, cornerback from Washington. Um. I, I mean, I, I personally think he's between him and him or Greedy Williams, they're the, they're the two best corners in the class. I think it's pretty much a consensus, a consensus thing. But mm-hmm. um, I think he falls a little bit. He's, he's got good ball skills, and uh, I mean, reminds me a little, a little bit of uh, Marcus Peters without the character concerns. So I think people should breathe a little easier with that. So you know, you know how that goes. Um, pick 61. It's the first, second round pick. I got Juan Thornhill from uh, Virginia. He's a ball hogging free safety. Chiefs haven't had it in a long time. Um, they, they they need a guy that can make plays and kind of play center field because I think they're going to have Tyron Matthew kind of all over the damn place, which is fine. Um, so I think that's the pick right there. Pick 63. I think they're going to go with Charles O'Minahue. Defensive end mm-hmm. from Texas to get their pass rusher finally. Um, 
that's kind of I mean they're building pretty good depth there because they got Okafor in and then they just traded for Ogba so so they got some pretty good depth going on there so they've got definitely got a plan I think he's the best fit for that number and 92 for me my guy I really like wide receiver Nicole Hardman from uh, Georgia uh, his stats aren't going to blow you away just because Georgia's you know got dynamic running, running back so and their quarterback wasn't that great this past year, but I think he, to me, he is like a baby Tyreek Hill. I, I the pick will excite me. Like just gonna watch some of his highlights. It's really fucking good. Just see what I mean. Uh, that's kind of what I got though. Um, we shall see. But that's kind of all I had uh, talking about the draft today. Like I said, you know. The draft isn't really our thing because, you know, we'll get there. But um, what do you have to add to this? I'm sorry. I've just kind of taken over. So what do you got to add? Oh, no. I don't have anything on draft picks because my thing, I was going to trade up. We were going to trade up to meet the number two (laughs) and get Nick Bosa. But now Nick Bosa has some some character concerns if y'all wasn't paying attention on Twitter. And I won't get into it, but uh, Nick Bosa, oh, sir. <laughs> Y'all can go Google it and look on Twitter, but, bruh, he, he, tried, he was doing a, a bit much, a bit much. And then he went on his apology tour, and I was like, whoop, we're going to kick it at number, uh, I just had number one. It was either going to be, yep, Byron Murphy or Greedy Williams. Um, mm-hmm. Is that his name? Greedy? Yeah. 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 Um, but they said, um, who is it? Seth, what's his name? Kaiser. Yeah. Uh, he said that Greedy Williams is like Marcus Peters. He's really good at interceptions, but he doesn't tackle. And the last thing I need is another corner who does not tackle. Yeah. So Byron Murphy is a lot better at that. So that's what we're gonna that's who we're gonna stick stick with at number twenty nine. I do yeah. think the Chiefs are gonna trade up for something. And I think they're going to give up one of their possibly fourth round picks, you know, or maybe both of them. I don't know. Um, I do. Go ahead. But that, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Just the last thing I draft. Now, in my personal opinion, like, I do, like, I really do think that they're going to move. Like, if it lines up, I think I'm moving on May. Like, now, I, like, I'm definitely going to see him moving up super-duper high because you don't want to part with too many draft picks for one guy. Mm-hmm. But I do think they're going to try to get in that 17 to, like, 22, 23 range. So it, it'll probably just cost them. They're, they're swapping first and their third. So, you know, and that's not too much to give up if you are getting your guy that you are confident in. Now, what I will say, because you brought it up earlier, you know, there's still questions about last year's draft class, and yes, you want to give them, you know, more than one year. But with this team, this close, I got people, I know you can't see me, but, like, I know you can imagine seeing me when I say this close. This team is this close to a Super Bowl. You have to get, in my opinion, two starters out of this out of this draft class. Definitely mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. Definitely two. Because, I mean, I don't think – I think Bob Sutton played a big enough part in a defense being bad that 
it doesn't need a complete overhaul at this point anymore. Because, I mean, yes, we've gotten rid of Eric Berry and Justin Houston and D Ford. But, I mean, we've, had, we've brought in some guys. Now, they're, they may not be to the elite level that those other guys could have been. But you got solid contributors, and you also you have really good to potentially lead safety and Tyron Matthews. So I think we're fine. And like I said, I think Bob Sutton was that bad to where it, the defense isn't in horrible shape anymore. But you need to. But they need to get two starters out of this draft class. They need to. Like he. He has to. Like, like, honestly, it's not even an option in my opinion. You have to get two starters out of this draft class. So, we'll see how that goes. But that's all I got. Yo, you got anything else? I really don't. Just somebody tell Brett Veach to get some sleep because my man been having dark circles under his eyes for the past two years. Yeah, that motherfucker, that, that dude is not photogenic. For any damn thing. <laughs> like, you don't even try. Like, this shit trash me. Every, like, I will point it out every time I see a picture of him. Yes. And just, Brett, like, God, look, it's so damn awkward and smiling and shit. Or, damn, cheer up. Like, he, he, he looks like a, somebody who's like a kindergartner caught off guard. Like, just, he, he don't even try. Oof, shit. That is what it is. All right, so we're gonna leave it there. All right, uh, everybody. It's we're wrapping this up. Make sure y'all listen. Hit us with questions, comments, or concerns. Shout up to Chiefs Kingdom, the ones on the right side. And rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. And that's it. That's all, folks. Peace. Peace. Day I wake up, I'm a chief. When I walk out the door, I'm a chief. White, yellow, red hat, like a chief. If I had a long day, I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? Hey, every day, I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? Hey, every day, I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? Ask me who I'm going for, who you think? What you tell them? Hey, hey, every day, I'm a chief. Baby, please leave me alone when the chief's on. When your girl on your nerves, then you gotta tell her. Baby, please leave me alone when the chief's on. When your man on your nerves, then you gotta tell him. Baby, please leave me long when the chief's on when your kids on your nerves and you gotta tell them baby please leave me long when the chief's on everybody missing if you're looking for them let me help everybody in the city in attendance you can catch us in the lot when we grilling if you from out of town you better not come here tripping because the sea of red is always in the building hey every day i wake up i'm a chief when i walk out the door i'm a chief white yellow red hat like a chief if I had a long day, I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? Hey, every day, I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? Hey, every day, I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? Who I'm going for? Who you think? What you tell them? Hey, hey, every day, I'm a chief. Every day I wake up, I'm a chief. When I walk out the door, I'm a chief. White, yellow, red hat like a chief. If I had a long day,